Hello. 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 Live at the time it was recorded from the Intro Memorial Spare Bedroom Studio in beautiful downtown Southeast Pennsylvania, USA. It's season three of the Josh and AC podcast. This is The Dead End with Josh and AC. Joshandac.podbean.com. Follow us on social media at Josh and AC on Facebook, Josh and AC Podcast on Instagram. Visit our YouTube page, Josh and AC Podcast, or send us an email, Josh and AC Podcast at gmail.com. That's right. We're back on another Wednesday. Coming at you live with the Dead End Recorded. Season 3, episode 50. We're almost done. Season 3. With the show. Yeah. (laughs) We've been looking forward to this day. It's been fun. Have a good one, guys. (laughs) Now, anyway. uh, Well, we said we would do a show every week, so that's, you know... Yeah. Well, All right. Welcome in, everybody. Season three, episode I think fifty. Ha- Josh, happy 50. days is a perfect theme because they mention every day in the calendar. Yeah. So it doesn't matter what fucking date we're putting out there. Yeah. Well, welcome in season three, episode fifty of the Dead End with Josh and AC. Josh and AC. Poppy.com. You know how to find us. We go over that shit at the end of the show anyway. So, freaking episode fifty, season three, season three. Which that is means, more amazing. That means that we have done 100. We got to turn my headphones up. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Just a little. That's a good reason. So that means that we have done. So 52, 52, that's 104 and 50. Jesus Christ, we've done 154 <laughs> shows. That's a lot you of shows. You poor people. Yeah. You poor people. I can't Thank you this. For, for staying with us. Yeah, 154 shows. That's crazy. You're, uh, yeah, we didn't like, celebrate the 150th show. If but you I would guess like to comment miles, on so. uh, our success here as a podcast, please do so by emailing us at Josh and AC podcast at gmail.com. Yeah. Um, just to let everybody know, I'll uh, I'll be quite distracted more than usual. On Try the show. my soundboard up. Jesus Christ, you're fucking needy tonight. This you're is all, the greatest show you on You literally earth. are all the way up. Good. Perfect. So I'm you're all the way up. This is the greatest show on earth. Um, this is the greatest show on earth. Bryce Harper. Is back in the lineup. Josh, his eyes just rolled through the back door. <laughs> uh, so the Phillies are on. It's a 10 10, 10, 10 p.m. start against L.A. We'll get crushed. Uh, Bryce Harper struck out his first time at bat after returning early for Tommy John surgery. Let's hope he doesn't blow his uh, elbow out. So. And I love bananas. Um, as we said last week on the show, mom is here inhibiting, as Josh's favorite word. Inhabiting. Inhibiting the uh, studio. Um, she's currently out resting. The dog decided he wanted to come in here because uh, it's, you know, his thing. 
So God forbid I'm in here and he's not. So I'm ready to end this show already. <laughs> Just Why? Go you home. you you yell at me about do we want to record next week? Like no. do you want to record another time? You're already no, here. I'm here. May as well so, just do it. All right. Well, thank you for being the one that yells at me every week for being Mr. Negative, and then there you are being Mr. Negative. I know, right? Yeah. What the hell's your problem? All right. Everybody, despite what Josh says, we actually have stuff for the show tonight. Josh just feels like we have nothing for the show tonight. So um, today, whatever you're listening to this. So um, next Saturday, <laughs> we'll yeah. be doing an appearance. Yeah. Um, so the one thing I want to talk about is, uh, let's see, what do I want to start with? So first of all, uh, my dad brought this up. So Biden is sending 1,500 troops to the border. When he became president... He decided to stop funding for the wall that Trump was already building when he was president. I don't know how much you're into this, but he was sending people. I, just, I don't know. I'm just ready for him to, you know, take a dirt nap. Do you know that they're actually supporting him being reelected? Yeah. The Democrats are potentially going to they have make him as room the, at Shady Acres already ready for him. Well, no. You know who it really must be driving this? Kamala Harris is probably driving this. Notice yeah, how quiet she, she take is. Over. Yeah, she knows that the only way to be the first female president is just get put into the spot. She, you know? she would be a terrible president. Oh, God. Well, you think he's bad. She's not nine million years old and still terrible. I don't know. I just think he would. Uh, whatever. I think whatever. We're fucked. Well, either way. Because apparently Trump's going to get the Republican nomination. So I don't know what's wrong with this country. They should just not vote for either person. But um, but anyway, he decided to stop sending or stop having a way for migrants to get across the borders down south. And uh, he, start, he stopped that. Now they're worried because there's a lot of refugee camps that are full. They're trying to speed up the process to get to the United States. And uh, he's trying to slow that down by putting troops down there. So, you know, maybe he should just, like, figure it out in the beginning instead of trying to pull all the support to put the wall up. You know, Trump's not dumb. He puts the wall up so they can't get in. So, are you going to pay attention when we turn the TV off? I just, it's frustrating. Watching the TV? No, just thinking about the state of our country. Oh. And the fact that I had to apologize for something that I could say 10 years ago. What are you talking about? Well, I'm talking about, like, the fact that you know, I'm not even mad that Ryan and I bring it up that somebody would possibly be offended by He's got women beater problem. or whatever. Yeah. Like, it's a joke. That's why I'm glad stand-up kind of dried up for me. Because I probably would have been canceled real quick. Well, because every five words that comes out of your mouth is offensive to somebody. To pussies and snowflakes. Excuse Bunch of me. Fucking Excuse me. What, which are you? Are you identifying as a pussy neither, or a snowflake? Neither one, but they're in my group of people. Well, snowflakes are... That's a different... Stop plugging your phone into your computer. Well, it's almost dead, so... Jesus Christ. I have chargers. Yeah, so do I. It's charging right now with my computer. Yeah. That works. Okay, smart ass. Anyway, are we going to keep watching TV and just yeah. randomly talk or what? Yeah, well, that's uh, I turned it on so that we could watch TV and talk at the same time. Well, you're not contributing much to this show, so... Well, it's not my turn yet. All right. So anyway, so Trump's being a douchebag, as usual, or Trump uh, Biden's being a douchebag, but that doesn't make anything any, you know, change to normal side. So uh, how about this? So a 69 year old man <laughs> died climbing Mount Everest. I'm glad this show's working out well for you here. What? Oh, oh, wow. You don't like when somebody doesn't pay attention, do you? Okay. Well, you can do the show by yourself if you want. 
Let's go. So I, I have this stuff ready. Okay. All right. For the Mount Everest? Yes. All right. So I don't. First of all, I don't understand why a 69-year-old man would think he that he, he could possibly climb Mount Everest. I don't know. What are your thoughts on this? I wouldn't climb it at 34. Well, exactly. <laughs> but 69 years old, really? I. It says uh, the average cost to climb Mount Everest. It's fifty thousand pounds. Well, I don't know what that translates to. It's close to. to dollars. I think it's like a euro, and I'm pretty De- sure they're depending close. on the level of support required. Right. So probably like oxygen and things like that, right? Because I doubt you could just do it. So apparently they send somebody with you or a Sherpa with you. What a Sherpa is a guide, right? Like yeah, like some dude that fucking tells you how not to die, I guess. <laughs> well, it probably doesn't go to the top. I don't know. It says they go all the way up with you. Um, it says Kami Sherpa's most recent ascent was in uh, May 2019. The mountain guide Sherpa currently hold records for blah 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 blah. The one dude that's a that's a guide climbed it nine times. Okay. A total of fifty-two. Uh, 5,200 different adventurers have summited Mount Everest, while 1,211 of them, mostly Sherpas, have summited the mountain multiple times. 2018 was a record year uh, for summits as uh, 802 people were able to complete it. So it's actually quite common that people actually get up the mountain. It's at least one a day, right? There's at least, well, close to two a day. Three a day. It takes approximately 39 to 40 days to summit Everest. This does not include time spent trekking to Everest Base Camp, which can take an additional 10 to 14 days. The reason it takes so long to summit is that the body needs to adjust to the extreme altitude on the summit. There is only a third of the amount of oxygen available compared to the sea level. Climbers normally use bottled oxygen to help them withstand the effects of extreme altitude. So they're the guide company is called International Mountain Guides. Uh, they have a CEO too. Um, said that the yeah, the climbing bull, the death was not a result of the climbing conditions. So Jonathan Sugarman was his name. He died at Camp Number Two on Monday when he began feeling unwell. Um, it was COVID. The U.S. Embassy <laughs> in Nepal confirmed Sugarman's death in a statement. Todd uh, Sugarman or Sugarman? Sugarman. Uh, let's see. International Mountain Guides confirmed that the man's death in a statement released Monday, though he did not identify the victim. Uh, we can confirm that this event was not the result of a climbing accident or the route condition that would be the potential impact or safety concern to any of the teams on the mountain. The remainder of the climbing team is doing as well as can be expected, given the circumstances. Uh, efforts are now underway to remove the victim's body from the mountain, per reports. It's <laughs> probably frozen roll, to it. Rolling down? Like, how would you do that? I would put a piece of metal on I would just ride him down like a toboggan. Jesus Christ. Um, so he is the fourth person to no, die on Mount Everest He wasn't going anywhere. He was down to the board. Listen to this. Sugar Man is the... Fourth person to die on Mount Everest this season. Really? How many deaths does it say on that characteristics? Let's see. How many deaths there are? How many? 
This was reportedly not Sugarman's first attempt at climbing Mount Everest. Well, hopefully he died doing what he loves. Probably going to be his last one. No shit. So it says... At least 310 people have died. Okay. So it's not as many as I thought it would be. But there's been four just this season. So well, that's it weird. says the first... Wait a minute. Yeah, but that's only since 1953. That's probably since when they tracked it. So that means four to five people have died per year since 1953, it says. Okay. Well, they're going for a record year this year. Yeah. I, mean, I would eat the other person. Why? Why would you want to do that? You certainly wouldn't do it, I'm sure. Fuck no. Yeah. Lack of oxygen, climbing. They did this in The Simpsons one time. Homer wanted to win Bart's love back, so he was like sponsored by like a power bar company to climb Mount Everest. But they knew he wasn't gonna do it. But there was a gimmick for his like for this company. But he thought he was doing it on his own. So when he was sleeping, the Sherpas were dragging him by a sleeping bag up the mountain. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. You should find that clip. Uh, let's see. All right. So yeah, there you go. So a 69-year-old man climbing Mount Everest. I wonder how fit this guy was. I guess in order to do that, you probably have to be in pretty good physical condition. But, all right. Um, so, a couple things that Josh has. So, we'll... Is that it? Yeah, let me get a better... A better version. Okay, I have it. Let me fade this out. Here it is. Our top story. Homer Simpson has just power-sauced his way past the halfway point of the murder horn. Brad, could Homer have made it this far without the engineered nutrition of six kinds of apples? No way, Neil. Oh, this just in. Power sauce is amazing. So now they're showing the, the Sherpas dragging him. Hey, you guys are dragging me up the mountain. Brad and Neil were quite insistent you will not die. Frankly, we don't care. Well, nobody believes I can do this, huh? Well, my son does, and I'm not going to let him down. I'm going to climb this entire mountain on my own. And technically, shouldn't you go back down and start all over? Shut up! You are so fired! Homer <laughs> Simpson here. I've sent the Sherpas home, and I'm heading for the top. Solo! Are you crazy? You'll never make it! The hell I won't. You're forgetting I've got my power sauce bars. Wake up, Homer. Those bars are just junk. They're made of apple cores and Chinese newspapers. Hey, Deng Xiaoping died. Homer, listen to me. Turn back now. Forget it. I'll be at the top by noon. Over and out. Homer Simpson, defying all medical advice, has switched to Power Sauce's arch rival, the Vita Peach Health Log. Doctors say he may not have the mega nutrients needed to stave off death. Oh, Dad's gonna die and it's all my fault. I really need a good talker to. Don't worry, kids. Your father will be okay as long as he's with those Sherpas. Uh, Mom?
All right, turn me down. All right, so propane vending machine. I haven't seen this yet. You saw it at Wawa? Yeah, the Wawa in Exeter has it. Oh, really? And I'm like, I don't know how it works. I was trying to see if they have. Hang on. Let me see here quick. Yeah, no shit. You can actually buy like a whole franchise for this. Oh, really? Maybe we should do that side gig but it's it's weird like you the new red box kinda I just I don't see how it could be safe but like I don't know exactly even how it works but like so yeah there's different versions but you put like I guess you put one in and get one pull one out I don't know if I know but you get one in and you pull one out, huh? Yeah. Well, why didn't you get some before you got here? Because what the fuck are we going to do with the propane tank? Because I don't, you know, look shady enough driving around in a car with tinted windows in a fucking propane tank in my trunk. COVID cruiser. What could possibly go wrong there? Yeah. I thought you had more on this. No, I just thought it was something kind of fucking strange. Like, first All right, well, off. if you need propane, the Wawa in Exeter, Pennsylvania, <laughs> they, uh, they got it. 24-hour self-serve, it says. Well, I guess it makes sense because you can get propane 24 hours a day. You know, at 2 a.m. when you want to grill. So, and there's like, like I said, there's different versions. Some of them are like lockers where you pay and open it up and then you have to put your other one back in there. I mean, it's crazy. I want to see if they have a price on how much one of these fucking things worth. I imagine it can't, oh, like like each tank? No, like how or much. Or like how much it is to own one? To, yeah, to buy one. Pricing available upon request, of course. Yeah, that's always the way they do it. But, like, it didn't look very big. But, yeah. I don't know. I just don't... I don't know. I guess it's no different than, like, swapping the tank out. By, like, Except it's available 24 hours a day. Yeah, you do it by yourself without needing the middleman. Yeah, but you think about it, like, kids and stuff that are going to start taking propane tanks and doing stupid shit with them. No, kids yeah, don't do never, they would never shit. Do that. They would never do that today, right? That would never happen. All right, so how about this? So Jet Puffed uh, is... Marshmallows? Yeah. They are coming out with another festive marshmallow. Um, so it is a color-changing toasted marshmallow. What? So the yeah. marshmallows will change White colors. turns to black when you burn it. No, no, they orange, pink, green, and blue when you toast them. What? Yeah. Um, and they're going to be candy corn flavored. Ew. So. So nobody buys them. Last year they released glow in the dark packaging. Oh. But their new limited edition marshmallows will actually change colors when you when met with direct heat. While Jet Puffed is remaining tight lipped about what the secret ingredient is and how it works. We do know that the marshmallows are now available in two color changing varieties. Pink. That will turn orange and blue. Marshmallows that will turn and um, that will turn orange, and blue marshmallows that will turn green. The transformation occurs about ten seconds after being exposed to the flame. Yeah, and my arm will turn red if I throw it in a fire too. Josh, what um, a stupid. The fuck. Jet Puffed color changing marshmallows are available for two ninety nine at grocery stores nationwide until September, or Jet Puff calls it the end of s'more season. So uh, I believe we should get them. 
And I have... And then start a fire in your house. Well, I have a blowtorch. <laughs> I have a acetylene torch. So we can toast them using that. Why, I don't, why candy corn flavored? Well, it's marshmallow. What's wrong with right, a normal so marshmallow? Josh, marshmallows are typically very similar to candy corn. They're sugar. Okay, so it's very, very similar. Ugh. Yeah. What is so bad about that? I'm just curious to see them color change, you know? Why don't we toast my my nuts and see what color they change? Uh, they're going to probably... Well, they're already blue, so... They'll smell like singed hair and... Blue balls. I don't get blue, blue balls anymore. Balls. I pumped Amber full before I came down here. It's dollar night at the titty club. What What are you singing? That's uh, Larry the Cable Guy. Oh, yeah, he's not funny. I know, you're prejudiced against that. You well, don't think Jeff Dunham's funny either. Yeah, but Jeff Dunham's funnier than Larry the Cable Guy, but at the end of the day, like... If I told a Larry the Cable Guy joke, it wouldn't be funny. Because he does it in that stupid voice, everybody thinks he's hilarious. Yeah. Hey, I took my sister to the buffet. She had a hitch on the front of her. It's not funny when I say, she had a hitch. <laughs> oh, my God, it's so funny. Same with Jeff Dunham. Like, I'll give him a little bit of credit because he at least makes his own fucking puppets. Yeah, but they're all starting to run together now. Yeah, they're all the same guy. Oh, uh, the Phillies are blowing it again. Yeah, they're all the same guy. They, they are. Bubba well, yeah. Jay sounds the same as fucking the NASCAR guy, the same as the fucking... They all well, no, sound Bubba the Jay and the NASCAR guy are the same. Are the same guy. But there's, another, there's another puppet now that sounds a lot like Bubba Jay. But even like like Walter and Joe Biden, they're pretty much the same yeah. thing. And yeah. Well, I think it was... I think uh, Jim... Yeah, Jim. Um, hey, Jim. How are you? Yeah, Jeff Dunham was really looking at Joe Biden when he made the Walter doll. So I don't know. All right. So the Satan Club. Yeah, local so, local news. The Satan Club. Uh, this is straight off of the ACLU website, the ACLU of Pennsylvania. In the case, the Satanic Temple versus Saucon Valley School District, the federal court has ruled that the Saucon Valley School District has to allow after-school Satan Club to meet in the district facilities. A federal district court issued a preliminary injunction ordering Saucon Valley School District to allow the After School Satan Club, the ASSC, to meet in district facilities. The emergency injunction comes after the ACLU, American Civil Liberties Union of PA, and Deckhurt LLP filed a lawsuit in March on behalf of the Satanic Temple. TST, which sponsors the club. In its decision, the court ruled that the district likely violated the First Amendment when it um, bowed to public pressure by revoking approval for the club to hold meetings in the Saucon Valley Middle School. The district had previously admitted that under the Constitution, it cannot discriminate amongst groups which wish to use the SVSD facilities. In the ruling, Judge John Gallagher held that the district decision to deny the ASSC access to the school facility was based on the controversial views on religion of the Satanic Temple and the community's negative reaction thereunto. This motivation, the court explained, is incompatible with the First Amendment. When confronted with the challenge to free speech, the government's First instinct must be to forward expressions rather than to squash them. 
particularly when the content is controversial and inconvenient. Nothing less is consistent with the express purpose of American government to secure the core innate rights of its people. And then they just go on to say that the lawsuit was filed because they were trying to have this club and they were not allowed to have it. I would like to know what they study, though. Well, they're obviously Satan worshippers. Gozer worshippers. Oh, here we go. The club is open to all students and offers arts and crafts inspired by and what? aligned with the satanic virtues what? of benevolence, empathy, critical thinking. Can we get some of these people on our show? I'm <laughs> curious. We need to interview them. Problem solving, creative expression, personal sovereignty, and compassion. Josh, you're our you're like our, our marketing manager. Guy. Yeah, sure. you need to go find these people so we can we interview them. We should do that for season four. Try to get like weird people to interview. Yeah. Yeah, even if it's through through, through Zoom. Phone. Yeah, I'll or, do it or, ahead of time and just play them. Yeah, so at least we can edit through how crazy and stupid these people are. But like where these people like what is wrong with these people? <laughs> but listen, you got to think about it. There's obviously people that worship the devil, right? Like, yeah, but but it's it's a it's a little close to home. Stockton Valley is uh, you know only an hour away from here. Why don't we have like the Donkey Dick Association? I, I want to worship you know. Donkey you want to worship phalluses. Donkey Dick? Sure. Long well, ones. Little somebody ones. somebody might get offended because you you want to worship asses. Hang on. Hi, everybody. It's Josh from Josh and AC Podcast. Josh and AC.com. I just want to say that I'm sorry. I don't actually like Donkey Cock or Donkey Dick. And I'm not referring to people as asses or asses as inferior animals. They are very uh, important, especially if you think about, like, our history when, you know, the gold miners would use donkeys to pack their gear in and out in gold. And, you know, donkeys are great. And I, I just wanted to say that I'm very sorry. And I like the donkey from um, Lamb Chop. He was pretty cool, too. Are you that tired that you're rambling on now? And I just wanted to say that I'm very sorry. Okay. All right. So let's move on from Satan worshippers uh, and their lawsuits uh, to... <laughs> you have right. nothing, do you, this show? No, no. I, well, I, I had nothing? No, I contributed three things already to the okay. show. All right. That's right. I'm sorry that you're the contributor to the show. <laughs> I only mess up the dates and then get hell for it for three weeks. Yep. Um, so, Down Syndrome Barbie. We were having a little, we were poking a little <laughs> fun at this prior to the show starting. So, um, if you get offended easily uh, and Turn you think. Turn your dial off. And you think that we are rude, let's just give you some insight on what Josh and I did during high school. So, Josh and I were, you were an officer. Yes. So was I. Of the club, um, all f- all th- at least th- three or four years of high school, I was an officer. Josh, junior senior year, right? Yeah. So Josh and I were both um, the lead of our life skills club. So we led the volunteers that um, worked with kids that worked with kids needs. with special needs. So yes, we're going to poke fun, but it is in all joking manner. It, it has nothing to do with. I mean, it's like yeah. real. <laughs> We know a lot of people that have these, like, our, our classmates had their brothers and sisters that were disabled. So, anyway, let's talk about Down Syndrome Barbie. So, if you get easily offended, yeah, cha- change so the show. It's uh, it's a real thing they're coming out with, or it might already be out at this point. Let me and, see. And Josh and I have some ideas on some accessories and some some, some, yeah. some friends that they need to create for Down Syndrome Barbie. Did they give her a name? 
Um, yeah. <laughs> no, uh, let's see. So, Barbie doll with Down Syndrome launched by Mattel. This was released at the end of April, this story. Barbie is launching its first doll with Down Syndrome in an effort to help more children find a toy that represents them. Included in the line will be, I shit my pants, Barbie. <laughs> <laughs> A puppin, Bobby. Puppin. Mattel bosses said that they want to bring out the doll to enable all children to see themselves in Barbie, including transgender Barbie with detachable penis. They partnered with the National Down Syndrome Society, NDSS, in the U.S. to bring the product to market. The move spells NADS. No, N-A-D-S. It's spell oh. NADS. We know it's on your mind right now. <laughs> the move was welcomed by charities with Carol Boys, chief executive in the UK uh, Down Syndrome Association, saying children in our community will be able to play with a doll that represents them now. Um, Ellie Goldstein, a British model with Down Syndrome, um, has appeared with the campaign, basically the face of the new Barbie. Mattel said it consulted with the NDSS and medical professionals to inform the design process, introducing a new face and body sculpt to the more illustrative of women with Down syndrome, including including a shorter frame and a larger torso. They also said that the doll will have a pink pennant necklace with three upward chevrons, which represent the mutation of the 21st chromosome. Um, so how desperate did Mattel have to get to sell a Barbie? Like, I'm not saying that they sh- should or should not do this. Oh, wait, hang on. It gets but better. how desperate are their sales? So you can get them on pre-order. The doll is part of Barbie Fashionista's line, which is launched in 2022. It also features prosthetic leg Barbie. <laughs> Is this real? I swear to God! Oh, didn't they always have prosthetic legs? Prosthetic leg Barbie. Because can't you can't you rip her legs off? Who is a Barbie? I certainly rip their heads off. Yeah, well, that's different. That's destruction. That is the Charles Manson Barbie. Oh, okay, that's something different. So, prosthetic leg Barbie comes with a wheelchair. Male dolls also are thinner and less muscular. Mattel described the collection as the most diverse and inclusive. Offering a variety of skin tones, eye colors, hair colors, textures, body types, disabilities, and fashions to inspire more. It's said in here somewhere, but I can't find it now. They basically they changed the her face, and she has like different eyes that are more sunk in, I guess, or whatever. I can't find it, the exact description of her now, but this, I mean, could oh, Jesus Christ. In, oh, wow. In 2017, they released a doll wearing a hijab. Hijab? Hijab? Hijab. Yeah, right. Modeled on Ibithia Muhammad, a fencer who became the first American to compete and win an Olympic gold medal wearing the garment. It was an honor working on the Barbie and the Barbie dolls with Down syndrome, said Candy Picard, the NDSS chief executive. This Barbie serves as a reminder, blah, 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 blah. 
All right. Well, <laughs> so I get it. I get why they're trying to do this. But again, how desperate is Mattel for sales? So Josh and I came up with some some ways that Mattel could increase their sales. Right, Josh? That's right. Coming at you with a new line of toys. Quadriplegic Carl. That's right. Carl comes with a remote control wheelchair. Batter's not included. What else could there be? That could be no, uh, I said Waterhead Walter. Waterhead Walter. Yep. <laughs> so terrible. Stick the pin in and drain it out. <laughs> Fill it again at the sink and have hours of fun. Pinhead Carl not included. Um, what, what else, else did we say? Fuck. Um, well, they should. Have, they could have like transgender ones. They would yeah. be fun. Well, no, I feel like they're already gonna come out they with those. Like, but they would be like transgender. Man, we should have. We should have wrote them all down because we had some good ones before the show. Uh, shit, what the hell did we come up with? Either way, I mean, Jesus Christ. Like, yeah, this is what the world world is coming to. Could you imagine if we put a pull string on the back of the Barbie? Listen, the either Barbie? you're fortunate you don't have a child with disability, right? So you don't know what it's like to raise a child like that, how they react. I I feel like they would still play with Barbies regardless of what they yeah. look like. They do not look like me. I was not playing with them. Yeah. Meanwhile, you're jerking off into a plant in the corner there, Scooter. <laughs> yeah. Using the bus bathroom. Oh, then it was, uh, let's see. Uh, it could be like quadriplegic Carl, Down Syndrome Barbie, uh, Down Syndrome Debbie. And then it could be like, including Ken the bus driver and Barbie. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Ken the Ken the short bus yeah, driver. Yeah, Ken the short bus driver and Barbie the aide. <laughs> there is a there's a lot that's questionable about this whole thing. So I don't I don't know. We go great with my anal sex Barbie. Oh my gosh, Josh. complete with brown streaks. All right, All right. we need well, to you remember um, they had that baby where you would stick the spoon in the food and it would like peas would show up on yeah. the spoon and you'd stick it in your mouth. They should have a cock you stick in their ass and you pull it out and there's, oh no, you have a mud on your head. <laughs> Are you done? No. That's so inappropriate. Sex right. swing Barbie. Well, that's a new line that's coming out, you know. We should go back to talking about those uh, domestic real life abuse sex dolls. Barbie. Yeah. All right. Smack her around and watch her face get black and blue. <laughs> All right. Let's talk. You have two addictions for us this time. George Floyd Barbie. <laughs> It comes comes with a cop and a knee. <laughs> Officer Chauvin not included. <laughs> but the cop car for show. Now, could you imagine if they did like the George Floyd doll? It'd be like, now says two fun phrases. Mama, mama. And I can't breathe. I can't breathe. Oh. <laughs> You're inappropriate. <laughs> inappropriate. All right, get to your addictions. <laughs> Taser accessory pack not included. Are you done yet? <laughs> He's still going. He's thinking of more to say, folks. More that, to say. They can cross-market that with the Lego kit, the George Floyd Memorial statue kit. Stop. <laughs> uh, Ever want to turn your bedroom into a Minnesota park? Now you can with the tribute to George Floyd. Are you done? 5,500 pieces Are you done? This show has become completely inappropriate now. <laughs> yeah, what do we do? Okay, so the first one. Yeah, your addictions. Here. Weird addictions. I'm addicted to making fun of George Weird, Floyd. Weird Addictions, episode 55. <laughs> so here we have a guy. This was off of the Totally Obsessed show. 
And this is legit. The guy is addicted to uh, living his life like Peter Pan. So here we go. This next story takes us to Tampa, Florida by way of Never Never Land. Randy Constant is a 50-year-old man who likes to skip around in green leotards. This dude was actually on Conan. Oh, wait, this He's is the, totally what the hell's his name? Peter Fred Willard. Fred Willard, yeah, yeah. This is something I invented called the Pixie Dance. I think I was about eight when I told my dad, you know, I'd like to be a fairy. Because he probably wondered what kind of a child I was going to fairy, be. Fairy, huh? Look at me, I'm 50 years old and I'm still Peter Pan. Wow. I don't really like you. Um, I don't think there's any way to explain w why a 50-year-old man, man should not be Peter Pan. run around dressed like Peter Pan. I'm a cop, you idiot! So he literally wears like years, fucking... Randy Constant has been living his life as Peter Pan. That's as good as it gets, 50 years old. Being Peter Pan is part of my life. It's something I've incorporated into my life. It's the way I choose to live it. And he chooses to live as Peter Pan in every way imaginable. There was a vintage shop that had this green velvet dress. To dress the part, Randy had to learn how to sew women's dresses into Peter Pan outfits. So far, he's handmade 15 outfits, which allows him to dress like his hero every day. When I found out that he dresses like that all the time, I was like, wow, he takes this farther than I thought he did. Often I spend so much time working on the tops that I don't realize that the girls are looking at my tights. <laughs> Being Peter Pan, I can stay childlike despite whatever age I happen to be. I do everything I can to look young. I still have a haircut for a four-year-old. It doesn't stop at the clothes for Randy. He's even altered his physical appearance to look like Peter Pan. I do fuss with my hair a lot, and I do have my little beauty secrets about it, and so that's as far as I'm going to go about my hair. Is this guy it attractive is what it at is, all? And it grows out of my hair. Look at him. I'm not attracted to 50-year-old fairies. Breakfast of champions. Come look at and him. And Peter Pan. Just looking like Peter Pan And he's Pan eating a Twinkie. He models his regular diet after a parentless six-year-old. I eat a lot of never food. I eat a lot of junk food. I eat a lot of Hostess Twinkies. Yeah. And real ones. Randy burns it off by spending over 15 hours a week practicing his Peter Pan moves. He takes that whole side of Peter Pan seriously. There is an art to leaping. You have to be practical. You have to avoid areas where somebody Here. will shoot you. I mean, really, he can't fly, so he's, that's about the, the most thing that he can possibly do. Would you bang him? No. Gee, I didn't realize yeah, I could jump that Fly high. on your fairy stick. Randy's not just Peter Pan at home, he's Peter Pan everywhere, even though that's caused him to lose a job and his 20-year marriage. Being Peter Pan means I can wear what I like, play what I like, play whenever I like and wherever I would like. Hello. What is your name? They call me Peter Pan. Is Peter Pan a woman or a guy? It's a boy, Peter. Oh, okay. There's a boy's name. Okay, Pete. So what are you doing over here, Peter Pan? I'm just skipping around Ebor City. A lot of nice girls? Yeah, a lot of tanks. You meet a lot of girls in those tights? <laughs> it works. I already picked up a girl today. That means you don't have to worry about my competition. Oh, yeah? And just like the real Peter Pan, Randy is constantly on the lookout for his Tinkerbell. Hello. I love you. Thank you. 
I'm not looking for all the girls in the world, just, uh, you know, a date now and then. I think the one piece of advice that I would give Randy is the tighter the pants, the better. Um, it worked for Bon Jovi, it can work for him. Seriously? Yeah, Bon Jovi's not climbing trees in a dress. the challenges, Randy plans on being Peter Pan forever. I don't see myself ever giving up being Peter Pan. It's the way I choose to live my life, and I'm having a ball. Tell me this guy's not on Megan's Law somewhere. It's kind of creepy. Kind of? No, he won't grow up. Even if you kind of want him to. <laughs> Your thoughts. <laughs> I don't, there, there's, I'm speechless. All right, Listen, so everybody's got a fantasy. That's obviously his fantasy. I but don't you, care. You can't tell me he's straight. I almost didn't recognize him. That's a 50-year-old dirty man. All right, this next one is a guy. I think it's a guy. Who's in love with a carnival ride? So we had one like this before, but. I love this part that's coming up. It's not unlike one of box corral trailers. Oh, maybe it's a woman. And I think because they're German, they adapted this. They're right German. So, apparently this person's in love with it's like a spin-off of the pirate ship okay like right now showing her looking at videos on YouTube and holding a photo frame and we're not getting confused the carnival ride addiction yes okay. that's what love does to you yeah well it's this magic dream that's Amy and her click. But she just smiled from ear to ear and says, Mom, there's other people like me out there. Yeah, right. And she just, just was filled with joy. It's good her parents are supporting her. You can see him a little bit there. Just oh, now. So now. Get to the front. <laughs> My heart. I think this is Knobles. Wow, he is really tall. Yes, he is. Really? Come look at this. Hang on, folks. Take a brief interlude here. No, no. Keep going. Well, yeah, I mean, but I don't want to play it until you come over here and look at this. So, and, and, unless I'm wrong, but... Get to the front. <laughs> My heart's just going boom, boom, boom. It looks it to me. Wow, he is really tall. Yes, he is. Oh, yeah, cause there, but that ride doesn't oh. exist anymore. Can you hear me? Yeah, Am I, I hear you. Okay. Yeah, so that ride is gone oh now. I think they are. Because, <laughs> like, in the building. After Look at the building. Months, yeah. it's, good to it's good to see you. After five months, it's so good to see you. Didn't we Didn't we watch this already? I, I don't it's remember. It's just so noble, so proud, so strong. Because we watched a few of these. I not yeah. only love him for a sexual So that ride actually I mean, doesn't exist. So this person is going to be sad. I love him as They got divorced. <laughs> yeah, they got divorced. <laughs> I love the roundness of his counterweights at the but top. But that is 100% at Knobles. I love that him for the narrowness the of his jibs. I love him for the elegant lines of his gondola, which is now covered Deep up bummer. for the winter. 
I like the ribbing up underneath. You didn't say anything there, Josh. There too. Yeah, I'm too busy listening Parallel to her talk about the ribbing. The ribbing. Oh, the yes, ride. I see. Yeah. I, I love that. She gets an orgasm as the thing's going up and down. Look at him. Oh, my God. That's a chick. It doesn't look like it. <laughs> I'm thinking, oh, jeez. You know what I'm thinking about. <laughs> this is very personal. You should put headphones on. Oh, they're not probably turned on, are they? At I'm home. When I start climaxing, oh here we go. I just keep saying over and over again, just as I'm starting to go over the edge, I just. No, I think it's funny that the ride isn't even in operation. I want your fluids. Oh my fucking god! Go sit down. You got to hear this. (laughs) She's talking now, folks. One more time, in case you missed that, about what she does when she climaxes. And all right, go. At home. When I start climaxing, I just keep saying over and over again, just as I'm starting to go over oh. the edge, I just tell him, I want your fluids. I want your, I want your fluids. fluids. I want your fluids. Doesn't she rub the fluids all over? I don't know, but I think hydraulic fluid would burn your pussy. <laughs> <laughs> and now she's kissing it. Oh. Oh my God, her hands are all greasy. I told you, she's all about the fluids. And now she's rubbing it on her face. <laughs> and then she'll reach her hand down her pants. I did not expect to find a fence like this here at all. A fence? He's perfect. I mean, this is the shape that I like so much. These angles. Wait, this person's in love Fabulous. with a fence? Oh, my God. This chick's in love with a fence. Oh, my God. Perfect angles, Josh. You and your fetishes. What in the fucking hell? So it looks like she's smearing poop on her face now. First off, how do you break you into a... Uh, <laughs> God, you smell so good. This mm. is still the ride? Yeah. She's laying on the ground now, kissing and licking it. <laughs> oh, my God. She's using tongue. <laughs> oh, Jesus fucking Christ. I can't believe Knobles let her film this. Do you think they realized she was there? There's no way they realize that she That's was That's why the ride's not there. That's anymore. why the ride, yeah. yeah. <laughs> After they found Fences this clip, they're like, we're done. are dangerous objects for me. Wow, this chick's sitting on because a fence right so now. they are so perfect in their geometry. Right. Uh, I mean, I have to say, there is a lot of physical stuff going on right now. I mean, and I, I think that happens between human relationships as well, but I'm definitely physically attracted to this fence. All right, um, no fences now, like okay? That's for another show. Let's save it no, for another yeah, show. No, this is her friend that went with her. Oh, really? So yeah. is there a fence at Knobles, too? Uh, it looks like they're at the same place. An OS person talks to their beloved object, and the object An communicates OS person. Objectum sexual. Okay. <laughs> How many times over when we've made love at home have I asked you for... <laughs> Look at me. Look at me and say it. Look at me, Josh. Okay, well... Look at me and say it. I gotta come clean. This is really... Josh is in love with his microphone. No, no. This is really hard for me to admit. I promised I was going to do it, though. Um, 
Uh, shit. Um, I have a confession to tell you about. I'm in love with my toaster. Oh, I bet you love how those coils heat up while your junk's inside of it. It's a four slice. Dual settings for the heat. And... Oh my god, I can't believe I'm out now. I... It's alright, Josh. Sometimes. I support you. Sometimes. It's good to see that there's other people like you, Josh. I set it on one just to lightly toast my foreskin. And... Oh god. I'll stick my hand in the it's other awful, side. It's an awful thought. The pressure cooker wasn't happy when I told her, but the, the toaster just does things for me that nobody else could. Like, sometimes <laughs> I call it Pookie, and I All right. I come down in the morning, and we, I'll put a bagel we gotta in move it. we got to move on, because I'm falling asleep, but and I you're, put a bagel dri in you're, it. you're driving me No, nuts. no, but I put a bagel in it, and... Josh, you're done. I smear the cream cheese on my nipples. Are you done? And then I slowly melt it over the heat of the toaster. Are you done? Mm. Oh my god, it's the things. Oh my god. All right, we'll get the right Beat day stick today. Sticking my cock in the George Ford. All right, we are done with the <laughs> Josh. All right, so it is May 18th. Yes, folks, it is actually May 18th, 2023. Uh, it is Ascension Day. Lots of different religions, but it's also National No Dirty Dishes Day. I tried to drop my nuts in a blender once, too. It is I Love <laughs> Reese's Day, International Museum Day, uh, National I hope Cheese this is not true. Souffle Day, National HIV Vaccine Awareness Day. Okay. That would have um, helped out Jenny. And National Notebook Day. I actually keep all the information about all the blenders and toaster ovens I fucked. Yeah, and it's also uh, the state flag of Turkmenistan Day, Josh. Perfect. There you go. That was the right date, the 18th. We're back on track here, I think. So uh, your quotable for the week comes from NotSalmon.com. NotSalmon.com. Yep. Okay. Next time a stranger talks to you when you're alone, just look at them shocked and whisper. I fucked your toaster. You can see me. Yeah, because that won't get you in the back of a police car yep. at all. All right. So, again, next time a stranger talks to you when you're alone, just look at them shocked and whisper, you can see me. <laughs> Wouldn't it be cool? What should really be? You can see me? <laughs> Wouldn't it be cool if you were an objectum sexual and you fucked the toaster while you were holding oh, your Down syndrome Barbie? And she had a pull string, and she's like, well, da, da, da. All right, my <laughs> trivia question for this week. Why don't you just go This me? dessert was first introduced in 1621. Hmm. It is a fall dessert, first introduced in 1621. Is it something normal, or is it like... Normal. 1621, fall dessert. Like pickled rat figs or something. No. All right, your trivia. What does TCAS stand for? T-C-A-S. I don't know. I don't know what it means or does, but hey. All right. Are we ready for some stories? Yes, sir. Okay. Here we go. A short clip from uh, Cheaper by the Dozen. Great movie. You soaked his underwear in 
That is so wrong. Funny, but wrong. Now, who was the mastermind in the meat-soaking plot against Hank? You were the masterminds. Step back, please. Beep. Beep. everyone a month's allowance. Do you want to make it too? Now, when your mother leaves tomorrow, I'm going to need everyone to pull their own weight. Now go upstairs and go to your rooms. All right. The reason I picked the story about soaking your underwear in meat is because a man drew the concern of people on the internet after he discussed disgusted them after video caught him eating raw chicken drumsticks on an escalator. A man has been caught on camera digging into a shocking meal while shopping in an Australia mall. The man was seen on camera eating raw chicken drumsticks while on an escalator at the Oakland Parks Mall in Australia. Many disgusted people were quick to express their concern of the man's health as raw chicken is known to be a culprit for food poisoning. Raw poultry and meat may contain harmful bacteria including salmonella, listeria, campylobacter, and E. coli what is it? Go say it one more time. Campylobacter? Yeah, you're you're pretty close to it. Campylobacter? Yeah. Um make sure minced meat and poultry is cooked thoroughly. Cooked poultry, minced meat and sausages until they are well done. Right through to the center, no pink should be visible. Can someone please check to see if this man is alive? One person asked. He's so cooked, the chicken gets charred on the way down, another said. Others were quick yeah, to say... Yeah, your acid in your body is not a cooking mechanism. <laughs> Others were quick to say that the man had a specific reason for chowing down on the strange food. He wants a week off of work. Someone said he must be trying to get a few sick days. Either way, people were disgusted. But the man's identity had never been confirmed. What's the strangest thing you've ever eaten raw? Besides a penis. Well, I guess you don't cook them, really, so. Anyway, what's the strangest meat you've ever eaten raw? Do you eat steak like rare? Will you do that? No, medium. Me too. I picture you a well-done steak guy. Nope, I used to be, and then 
I had a medium cooked steak and it changed my life because I never realized how nasty well done meat is. Yeah. Like even hamburgers, I want well, like I, medium. I use well, I prefer burgers usually a little bit more well done. Nah, um, I don't care. I'm like a medium well for burgers, but I only ever knew well done until I went to college and we cooked everything like medium rare, and it was fantastic. I was like, oh, this is delicious. Have you ever eaten rare meat? Yeah, I yes, because there are steaks like uh, filet mignon that get cooked rare because that's the best way to do it. Um, not a big fan of the blood. It has a very irony taste to it. That's why I prefer medium because it typically cooks out some of that iron flavor. But um, raw oysters. Oh, yeah. It's not really a meat, but oysters. Caviar. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. You you would you would puke. I can't do clams either because they taste puke. like. Well, snot. you don't eat clams raw. Yeah, but so. well, you could. No, no, you can't actually. You could. You shouldn't. You but could. You, you should. You should not. They are. Die. They are very <laughs> dangerous. They they're they're part toxic. Mm. If they're not cooked. So, yeah, I would certainly, I wouldn't recommend anybody eating a clam Did you ever eat, like, an eyeball? No. No. Uh, really? When I was in college, we were in an international class. We were in the Cuisines of the Americas, um, and we had a goat brain. I did not eat that. Oh. The two people that ate the goat brain? Got sick. Got, uh, like, something was in it. Caused her throat to close. Oh. Yeah. So that, um, that, after that, never happened at our school again. Oh, what about like eel and shit? Uh, I've I've worked with eel. I do not eat eel. So. Oh. Yeah. Anyway, and from raw chickens to raw fetuses. That's right. A goblin fetus was discovered in an old warehouse, claims a local mayor. Hopefully, he's not trolling the public. The discovery of an apparent goblin fetus in Mexico has the internet in a tizzy with users debating over the identity of the freaky, uh, folkloric-seeming find. The bizarre specimen was reportedly... Wow, why is my shit skipping around here? It was reportedly exhumed during construction work on a um, an old warehouse in Santa Maria Regla, which is located in northeast Mexico City. Samples have already been taken to determine a scientific explanation, said um, Francisco Flores, the municipal mayor in the town where the alleged um, creature was found. As accompanying photos show, the mummified corpse boasts a small body, pointy ears, an oversized schnoz, (laughs) gnarled, claw-tipped hands and feet, much like an evil emerald imp from the Lord of the Rings would have. In accordance with the mayor, uh, he was quick to label the remains as a, remains as a goblin or a noggle. For the uninitiated, the latter being is described as a Mesoamerican mythological creature um, with human abilities that could also transform itself into an animal and this thing is fucking creepy looking. This is what they found. Interesting. Interesting. Um, the goblin baby is currently on display at the um, Nueso de los Dundes, which is a goblin museum in the municipality of Chasca de Ocampa, where the mayor serves. Though his analysis might sound outlandish, it's suggested that it's actually quite reasonable considering the magical realm over which he presides. 
If it had been found in another municipality, it would not be very relevant, the mayor declared. But due to the themes of goblins and mystical creatures here, there is cultural and social demand for this importance. Needless to say, social media was not exactly gobbling up what the fairy tale uh-huh. was not gobbling up the mayor's fairy tale with one incredulous viewer deeming it ridiculous. Is this a joke? Somebody said, good thing it's a magical town. Oh my fucking God, I'm going to kill my phone. There we go. What in the... F- Josh's phone is also tired. No, it's a stupid fucking pop-up for popcorn. I don't give a shit about popcorn. Hang on. I gotta find where it was. Meanwhile, one observant viewer found that proportions didn't jive with the goblin theory. Are you telling me that a goblin is born human-sized and can get very tiny as they grow? Doctors and vets have stated that it is a malformed fetus of either a cat or a dog. Nothing has been confirmed yet through the samples. The mayor concluded that it is definitely a mythical creature. Uh, blah, 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 blah. The mayor also said three men in other countries have encountered similar goblins or apparent Bigfoot creatures. Um, In the past, people have been guilty of making mythological hybrids via taxidermy. One was the legendary jackalope, in which someone affixed horns from a pronghorn antelope to the head of a rabbit. So, yeah. All right. Over to you. All right. So, let's see. Uh... In the mid-1930s, British beer maker Green King brewed and bottled a special ale to commemorate the coronation of King Edward VIII. The only problem is that King never was crowned. So in 1936, Edward surrendered his chance to wear the crown, dictating the throne only 325 days into his unofficial reign so that he could marry American socialite Wallace Simpson. His coronation, which had been scheduled for May of 1937, was called off. His younger brother, George VII, became king, and all 2,000 bottles of that coronation ale were put into storage. And remarkably, that beer stash wasn't discovered until 2011, when workers doing some renovation work stumbled upon it in Green King's cellars. And now more than 86 years since it was brewed, those bottles of Coronation Ale are going to be auctioned off by Green King on May 5th. In addition to giving uh, bidders a chance to get their hands on the unique piece of royal history, the auction will also raise money for the Prince's Trust, a charity that provides opportunities for disadvantaged youth. Um, whenever Whoever ends up buying the, like, buying the beer will have to take Bexon's word for it Green King said that the brew is no longer drinkable and the bottles are being sold purely as a collector's item. According to The Telegraph, Green King does not have an updated version of Coronation Ale, which has been brewed for King Charles crowning next month. Uh, It will be available to buy in pubs and online. It is absolutely fascinating that these beers have been laying in the cellar for 86 years. 
says a historian. Um, the elaborate coronation preparations took over a year to arrange, but by the time the event came around, he had already uh, he had already dictated leaving the ceremony and these celebratory beers redundant. Uh, the brewery is over 200 years old, so Bexon hinted that there could be some other surprising find, finds hidden in the vast cellars. There could be more vintage beers just waiting to be rediscovered. Um, at this corner, as this coronation ale was unearthed, that would be great. But we prefer not to have to wait 86 more years for the next batch. So, 86 years for a beer. Beer does not get better as it ages. I don't like beer to begin with. Yeah, we're well aware of that. So, all right. So, Z's Pizza in New Orleans will give you at least a year of free pizza if you are willing to part with your T Swizzle tickets. Josh. The fuck is T-Swizzle? Taylor Swift. Oh, for fuck's sake. So they are very hum to, hum, hum to come by. Hard to come by. And almost impossible to come by. Dedicated Swifties are trying everything imaginable to score some tickets, but one pizza place in New Orleans may have them all beat with their offer of a lifetime. And that offer is free pizza for a year in exchange for just two tickets. We'd scream if we could go. Zanger White, owner of Z's Pizzeria, told the news station, Me and my wife are big fans, and we'd love to go. I don't see a way to get tickets uh, because, because they are way too expensive and too hard to get. According to White, the idea to exchange a year of pies for tickets came to him while he and his wife, like thousands of others, attempted and failed to get them during a recent Ticketmaster fiasco. I really hate her. And though he hopes someone will take him up on his offer, White added that he thought it would be funny, hoping Taylor would find out. So a local news outlet reported that White has also put out a sign that reads, Free Pizza for Swift Ticks, though he did note that there may be a little room for negotiation. We do at least a year of free pizza for two Swift tickets, he added. Uh, and maybe, just maybe, if this story gets enough attention, Swift will want to cash in on the deal herself. After all, like most of us, Swift appears to be a fan of pizza too, um, as was reported, she's been known to stop into places like La Lanterna de Vit Vittorio right. in New York for a few pies. A source, that just sounds like a $50 pizza. Um, a source Forget for the, the restaurant even shared her order with people adding, Taylor ordered two of our personal size gourmet thin crust pizzas, the Margarita and the Rosetta de Loyo, uh, with gorg gorgonzola and salami Two double French martinis. <laughs> I bet you she's getting a salami. And for dessert, our individual signature tiramisu and vanilla gelato. Uh, she is. She must be anorexic because she is skinny and she eats all that shit. Um, and if White doesn't get the tickets, well, he'll just have to shake it off. Shake it off. Ha, ha, ha. What a fucking yeah. idiotic All right. So there you go. There are my stories for this week. So, Josh, if you have two tickets, you can get two. You can get free pizza for a year from this place in New Orleans. What? The, what? Do they want the tickets? Yeah, they're they're the owners of the restaurant. If you were listening to me. <laughs> yeah, but I, so they they're trying to get two. So you tickets. give them five hundred dollars and you can get pizza for a year. Yeah, that I don't understand how that works out, but I guess they're just so desperate to get the tickets because it's almost impossible. One of my managers actually got the tickets, but it's almost impossible to get the tickets. So, and then they got on our pre-sale. Wow, you are in a hurry. I just hate Time Taylor to go Swift. Home. All right. So, uh, this dessert, first introduced in 1621. What is it? Tiramisu. Fall. Think fall. 
apple pie, pumpkin Close. pie. Close, pumpkin pie. There you go. It was first introduced in 1621. Right. Which makes sense because all those ingredients like pumpkin and egg and stuff would have been around back then. Plus, pumpkin pie really doesn't technically need to be refrigerated. Really? It doesn't because it has no ingredients because the sugar, the sugar, the eggs, and the pumpkin should all pretty much, it'll mold faster, but it doesn't technically need to be refrigerated. Okay. What is TCAS? T-C-A-S. Beats the hell out of me. Uh... Stands for Traffic Collision Avoidance System. Okay. Oh. Um, they're usually found in airplanes, um, and they're also utilized by air traffic control. Wait. TCAS is a family. So, yeah, basically it's fucking what they use to make sure you don't crash your fucking plane. Cool. So it's probably a good thing to have. Way to research that. All right. You want to find us well, on Facebook? Just, it's typical. Hood. Typical of you. All right, everybody. That's going to do it. Season off. three, episode 50 we of The Dead End. on every show. We're better <laughs> with him. Did The Dead End with Josh and AC. Josh and AC. You know how to find us. We go over there later. But in case you want to change it up, we're on Apple Podcasts. We're on iTunes. We're on the Podbean app. We're on Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, Player FM, Google Podcasts, Samsung, Pandora, iHeartRadio, CastBox. And we're available on Amazon Music through your Alexa. Josh. You want to find us on Facebook? Go to Facebook. Search for Josh and AC Podcast. Or simply at Josh and AC. We are available on Instagram, which we don't post on anymore. And we don't post on Facebook anymore. Yes, we do. We don't post on occasionally, yeah. Like every May fourth, I mean, surprise them, surprise them. Uh, but we are at Josh and AC Podcast on Instagram, and we're also available by email Josh and AC Podcast at, at gmail.com. Gmail. That guy got a big forearm. <laughs> anyway, that's it. See you next All week. Right. Thanks a lot, everybody. Have a good night. Love you. <laughs> okay then. <laughs> <laughs>